All right. Hey, everybody. Sean Rosensteel here. Welcome back to the video series of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I'm excited because we're about a quarter of the way through the book, about a quarter of the way through the video series here. So I look forward to talking to you in today's video about Chapter 5, Specialized Knowledge. Let's dive right in. So the first key point here I'd like to address is general versus specialized. I'm on page 64. He says that there are two kinds of knowledge. One is general and the other is specialized. General knowledge, no matter how great in quantity or variety it may be, is of but little use in the accumulation of money. We've all heard the term jack of all trades, master of none, right? And this is what he's referring to here. General knowledge is great. There's nothing wrong with that. There's all sorts of interesting things for us to learn in the world. But when it comes to the accumulation of money, we need to focus in on specialized knowledge, right? So it's important that we think of in our own life as we accumulate money, what is the specialized knowledge that we need to pursue and continue advancing towards in order to accumulate more money? Second key point here is potential power. I love this one. I'm again on page 64. He says that knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. And again, we're familiar with the term knowledge is power, but that's not true, right? Knowledge is only potential power. It only becomes power when we actually apply that knowledge, okay? So as you think about your daily routine, as you think about the average week in your life, what are you learning? What is it that you're learning? And are you actually applying it in your life? Take this very book, for example, Think and Grow Rich. In the second chapter of this book, Napoleon gives us a six-step formula for desire, for getting whatever it is we want in life, really. Have you applied it? You know, I'm doing a little accountability check here. In the study guide, which is located below, that's taken verbatim from the book. And it's a journaling exercise you can do right there in the study guide that'll help you go through those six steps in the formula. Have you applied it? That formula is only potential knowledge. Right? It's only potential power, I should say. It's only powerful when you apply it. So as you think back to everything in your life that you're learning, how much of it are you just simply learning and how much of it are you applying? I applaud you for being here and watching these videos because what it's telling me is that you're beginning to apply, to apply some of this knowledge that you're learning throughout this book. So don't overlook that. It's a pretty awesome thing that you and I are sitting here together today applying what it is we're learning in Think and Grow Rich. Key point number three here, how to purchase. I'm on page 66 now. Napoleon says that it pays to know how to purchase knowledge. First of all, decide the sort of specialized knowledge you require and the purpose for which it is needed. To a large extent, your major purpose in life, the goal toward which you are working, will help determine what knowledge you need. With this question settled, your next move requires that you have accurate information concerning dependable sources of knowledge. 
So good news and bad news, right? Good news is we're living in the information age. I think there was an article on Forbes suggesting that this information that people consume online is like a $355 million a day industry. And this article predicted that by the year 2025, self-education online will become like a billion dollar a day industry. I'm always amazed that the extent of knowledge previous generations had access to was, was limited by the shelves at their local library. And now we have access to the world's wisdom right in the palm of our hand, right? But we still need to know how to purchase this knowledge. So the first thing we need to understand is our major purpose and what sort of specialized knowledge, what skills or abilities or mindsets we need to acquire over time in order to advance us in the direction of that major purpose. But then we need to know how to acquire it. You know, the bad news about the information age is that everywhere you look, there's information. You know, we're being bombarded by like 3,000 marketing messages a day, uh, according to late, latest research, right? So how do we acquire this? I always like to look for teachers who have what I call the congruency factor. So there are all sorts of authors and experts and therapists and counselors and seminar leaders and you know all these teachers who could potentially help us acquire the knowledge we're looking for. But when they're not congruent, and what I mean by that is if they don't share our same values and beliefs or if they haven't experienced the same struggles that we're experiencing in our own lives, and have made it through those struggles to the other side. And if they haven't achieved the same goals or major purpose that, that we've set out to achieve, they may not be congruent, right? So as we go out there and pursue these teachers, whether it's locally or on the internet, we need to always look for that congruency factor. Because what I've found is that when teachers that I'm learning from aren't congruent with my own life, I tend to either set the training aside or I tend to apply that learning in a half measure sort of way. And what we're really looking to do here is to apply our learning in a full measure way, right? So we need to watch out for that congruency factor because there's a billion people to learn from today with the advent of the internet and we need to look out for that. Fourth key point here is never stop. I'm on page 67 now. He says that successful men in all callings never stop acquiring specialized knowledge related, related to their major purpose, business, or profession. Those who are not successful usually make the mistake of believing that the knowledge acquiring period ends when one finishes school. I think I made that mistake before I finished school, <laughs> like probably in high school. But I can remember in my late teenage years, early 20s, I really wasn't learning anything. I was going after money. You know, I had one singular focus in life, which was money. And I wasn't really learning anything about money. I was just, you know, trying to force it to happen, right? And I stopped learning. And I want you to think about your own life here. Think of the areas in your life where you're struggling or you need to make some improvements. Maybe it's in the area of your health or, or, or your wealth or maybe significant relationships, whatever it is, 
when's the last time you pursued knowledge and learned and also apply some of whatever it was you were learning in your own life, right? So he says that you never stop. You never stop learning. I think that's a, such an important point here. And this one's going to back it up too. Doomed to mediocrity. I'm on page 70 here. He says that the person who stops studying merely because he has finished school is forever hopelessly doomed to mediocrity, no matter what may be his calling. The way of success is the way of continuous pursuit of knowledge. So powerful there. Sixth point is habit. I'm on page 73 now. Napoleon says, too many of those who begin at the bottom never manage to lift their heads high enough to be seen by opportunity, so they remain at the bottom. It should be remembered also that the outlook from the bottom is not so very bright or encouraging. It has a tendency to kill off ambition. We call it getting into a rut, which means that we accept our fate because we form the habit of daily routine, a habit that finally becomes so strong we cease to try to throw it off. And that is another reason why it pays to start one or two steps above the bottom. By doing so, one forms the habit of looking around, of observing how others get ahead, of seeing opportunity, and of embracing it without hesitation. And then on 74, he goes on to say that both success and failure are largely, largely the results of habit. So I want you to think about your own life here. Think about your own daily habits, your own daily routines. Are the habits that you've acquired over time moving you towards success or inhibiting your ability to get there? It's a really good time here to check in with some of those daily habits and make sure that they are empowering habits and not limiting ones, right? Seventh and final key point here, close association with winners. I'm on page 74 again. He says that hero worship is helpful, provided one worships a winner. Close association with one who refuses to compromise with circumstances he does not like is an asset that can never be measured in terms of money. So he's talking about this idea of, of modeling or emulating. And he talks about that. We'll cover that in a later chapter as well. He brings it up a few times here throughout the book. But I know that in my own life, in my teenage years and in my early 20s, I held close proximation with people who weren't winners. And I wasn't a winner either. <laughs> and what happens is that environment that you keep really dictates your behavior, doesn't it? So think about your own life. Are the people that you're in close proximity with, are they empowering you to succeed or are they holding you back in certain ways? Is that environment conducive to your success or not? We've all heard that term that we are the average of our closest five peers. That has to do with financial matters, that has to do with mindsets, that has to do with behavior, habits, everything. So this is another good opportunity to check in with yourself and ask yourself whether the people that you're closest with are moving you toward your goals or holding you back from achieving them.
So that's the last key point that I believe is in this chapter, chapter five, specialized knowledge. In the next video, we're gonna be talking about chapter six, imagination, such a cool chapter. So if you've liked what you've seen and heard today, be sure to like this video, share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe to my channel so that you get notifications moving forward as I launch new videos in this series. I look forward to seeing you and serving you in the next video.